Hello, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are all over the world. I'm again on the Life Assurance episode 3 with Deborah Fumimu Papa. It's me, Debbie. Today I want to talk about how powerful our God is. I want to talk about God who like have, have power over all humankind. He has power over everything that we are facing, no matter what is we are going through. God is above everything. Before I go further, let us pray. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, I came into your presence once again, Lord Jesus. We thank you for who you are. We thank you for your love. We thank you for what you have been doing among us. Father, Lord, we cannot do this by ourselves. Even me, particularly, that you are using to speak this word to your people, Lord, I cannot do it without you, Lord Jesus. Take authority. Take power. Speak to me all what is flesh. Father, Lord, take it down and let your name be reigned forever, Lord Jesus. In the mighty name of Lord Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. And... Today I'm going to talk about how powerful our God is. And God has been taking me so much deeper in the book of Deuteronomy. And I'm going to the book of Deuteronomy uh, chapter 2. You know, when the Israel, I'm going to talk about Israel. I love that story so much. When the Israel passed through the, sale, uh, through the sale, God has advised them to be careful. The Israel was known as a warrior and the children of Esau, the M- uh, Edomites, will be under standby nervous and the great crowd passed through their land. God warned the Israel, Israelites not to start a fight to respect the Edomite territory and to pay for whatever they use. That's, let me go more further. I'm trying to explain that chapter 2. God warned the Israelites to deal justly with their neighbor. We must also act justified in dealing with others. Recognize the rights of others, even your opponents. By behaving wisely and justify, justify you may be able to establish or restore a relationship. Both Moab and Ammon have removed all faith and all tall anarchy, like people usually know at the uh, Rafa. But God, God, I mean, but called Emai by the Moab, Moabites and Zamzum by the Ammonites. If our enemy seems overwhelmed, we must remember that God can deliver us as he did for the Israelites. Israel did not have to spend 40 years on the way to the, to the promised land. God sentenced them to wilderness, wandering, because they rejected his love. Rebel against, they rebelled against his authority, ignored his command for, for right living, and willful broke their hand. Of the agreements made in Exodus 19, uh, chapter 19, verse 8 and 24, I mean 24, chapter 24, 3 and 8. In short, they disobey God. We often make life journey more difficult than necessary by disobeying obedience. God accept God. God accept love. Read more following in the commandment in the Bible. Make a promise to seek with God. Whatever you your situation. You will find that your life is will, will be less complicated and more rewarding. God in chapter two, also in the uh, the, the, the book of uh, the Talmud, chapter two twenty five. God told Moses, He will make the enemy. He, I mean, God told Moses, He will make the enemy nation afraid of Israel by worldly standing. Israel Hamis was not intimidating, but God had, but Israel had God on the side. Moses no longer had to worry about his enemy because his enemy were worried about him. God often goes before us in all daily battle. 
like we as well, as well. preparing the way, overcoming barriers. We need to follow him with all our hearts and be alert to his leading. We need to prepare ourselves to 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 to, to be able to to be alert. To be ready to what God wants us to do. In chapter 3, the Israelites faced a big problem. The well-trained army of Og, king of Bashar, Bashar, the Israelites hardly stood a chance, but they won because God fought for them. God can help his people regardless of the problem they face. No matter how like bigger those the obstacle may see or the bigger your enemy may see, remember that God is sovereign and he will keep his promise. Whatever God say He's going to do for you. What God said, I'm going to be with you. I will be with you. I will fight for you. That means He's going to do it. What encouraged uh, news for Joshua in the Bible, who was to lead men against the, the enemy force of evil in the promised land. Since God promised to help him win every battle, he has nothing to fear of. Our battle may not be against godless army, but they are just as real as Joshua's enemy. Whenever we are rare and resistant in temptation or battle fear, God has promised to fight with us, I mean to help us. And only when we obey him, what he has promised, I mean he has said to us to obey. God has made it clear that Moses will not enter the promised land, which is uh, numerous, uh, Numbers 20-12. So God told Moses to, com- to commission Joshua as the new leader and encourage him in an in the new role, eventually replace leaders. God lead, leaders prepared people to function without them by discovering the, those with leadership potential, provide the training they need, and looking for ways to encourage them. What I'm going to tell you today is that no matter what the nation is saying, no matter what is going on around you, no matter what you are thinking that is so hard for you to do, when God when you obey God and when the word of God, when you focus on the word of God and try to obey what God has said in his word, you walk according to the will of God. You obey God. You are faithful with God. You are, you, you are honestly with him. God has promised you all the blessing that is in this book, the Bible, that he's going to bless your life. He's going to fight for you. He's going to make your enemy down for you. He's going to bring them down in your presence. He's going to destroy whatever is too big that you cannot believe it. Let me tell you about what the world is going through today. The world is, the world is going through many things. The, economically, we are going through a lot. Physically, we are going through a lot. Spiritually, also, we are going through a lot. And when the church is every one of us that we carry the word of God, we call ourselves the children of God. The very moment we stand up to unite, when I'm, I'm calling, I'm saying this so much about unity, to unite ourselves, to not say, no, this one is saying too much. No, look at this, what the person wear. Of course, of course, I won't say that we should be naked or we show part of our body, but I want us just to, I want us to unite. Let that unity come first. Let's unite ourselves. Let's love ourselves. Then let, let's bring that atmosphere of that love of God among us. Then let's worship. Let's call God. Because I, I always say that there's no one that meets Jesus Christ, that I am born again, that you really meet Jesus Christ. Your life will not be the same. It will never be the same. Because when you... You come the way you are in the pain of God, no matter where you've been, no matter how far you have been with God. But the moment that you come back to, to, to God, the way you are, it will start fixing things automatically. But the first thing that we children of, uh, children of God have to recognize is that we should love 
ourselves. We should unite. We should not criticize ourselves. The first thing, no matter how you are speaking in tongue, no matter how powerful God anoints your ministry, the first thing we need to do, love yourself. The love it's very important that God so, uh, God so loved the world and he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believes in him will never perish. And God do with love. If you look at the, in the New Testament, Testament, when they wanted to throw the stone to, to, the, to, the, to the delay their commit sin, what Jesus told them is anybody that among you that have never done such a thing should throw the stone. So we all sinner through our parents. We all a sinner so that we need to reckon, we need to understand. You don't know the situation where the person is coming from. I'm not going deeper in that one, but I'm going through that we have a situation whereby we are facing many things in this planet. Many things. Your marriages, your home, your children, what is happening in our government, what is happening in our nation, military, economically. This is the time that the bride of Jesus have to stand up. This is the time that the bride of Jesus have to wake up. This is the time the churches have to stand up. Not to think about ourselves, not to think about individual. Let us think about our nation because we are the salt of those world. And when there's no salt on the world, then that means we are not, there's nothing, that we are not what we are calling ourselves to be. I pray God help us in the name of Jesus. I will continue bringing more things on this. And I know God will lead us in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Father Lord, I thank you for this opportunity that I say I will be here again for 10 minutes. Father Lord, I know you can do what mommy cannot do. Father Lord, you know every single person at more than more than me, Lord Jesus. Father Lord, go and visit them, Lord Jesus. Visit their needs, their homes, their marriages, Father Lord, their children, their businesses. Those who are feeling depressed, Father Lord, fill them with your spirit. Let your spirit go deeper into their heart, Lord. Those who are listening to this message, Lord, now, Lord Jesus, Father Lord, go to them and be with them, Lord Shida. Cover them with the blood of Jesus. Let your spirit, Lord, manifest your power over them, Lord Jesus. In the mighty name of Lord Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. God bless you in Jesus' name. Amen.